don't know what most white people in this country feel. I can only include what they feel from the state of their institution. Now, this is the evidence. You want me to make an act of faith, risking myself, my wife, my woman, my sister, my children, on some idealism which you assure me exists in America, which I have never seen. Welcome to Black History for White People, a podcast where we educate, resource, and challenge white people about black history. I'm Brad, and on today's show, Garen and I interview several people attending a Back the Blue rally at the Denton Square. Before we dive into the interviews, it's important for you to have in mind a few things as you're listening. Number one, we're not trapping these people at all and really wanted to try and get them to explain their thoughts on some of the current issues. Number two, try to just listen for what the other side thinks and understand their perspective, how they view Black Lives Matter and racial justice, and in that, how you could approach them without playing into misconceptions. And number three, note the common ground that exists in some of the answers. How can we add to the cultural conversation in a way that leverages some of the support for police reform that exists even at a Blue Lives Matter rally? We hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, and Maria, um, why are you guys out here today? What's the event for? Uh, we are an organization that assists critically injured officers in the line of duty, and we cover all of Texas. Yeah. So, so you're an organization that's uh, setting up at the larger event here. Uh, what, what's the larger event just for the context? Uh, it's Back the Blue yeah. rally, and the, we support law enforcement. My son was killed in the line of duty. He was a DFW Airport DPS. Yeah. Um, I worked with families of fallen officers, and now I work with injured officers. Yeah, yeah. So, um, from like the oh, first of all, so sorry for the tragedy that you suffered. Thank you. Um, and from from your perspective, with that story, like, what do you think is um, uh, what do you think needs to happen or change um, in our society for uh, policing to? Um, work better? I think we just need to look at uh, all um, all sides and uh, try to come up with something that is uh, beneficial to everyone because we all know that everyone, uh, I'm sorry, everyone um, is, is out there doing a job. Uh, some are called to do that job and some of them it's uh, it's their passion, uh, and I think that we all, as as individuals, have a passion to uh, number one is take care of everyone, uh, show uh, responsibility, number one, and uh, be kind, and you know, be able to uh, be open to uh, every everyone uh, has an opinion, everyone. Uh, needs to uh, be able to uh, work together because we see that, you know, a lot that is not uh, cohesive, uh, then it just, all it does is create chaos. And uh, we know that our law enforcement, they do the best they can. They want to go home to their families like everyone else. And so uh, we're always praying for, you know, number one, their recovery uh, when they're injured. And, and number two, just uh, pray for their safety. And, um, you know, we always say that, you know, um, in our organization, we always just want to thank uh, thank those that serve uh, both military and uh, our law enforcement. 
So do you, uh, so we're coming from uh, like the, we're doing a, a bigger piece on uh, that's going to cover Black Lives Matter and um, policing in America. Um, do you have thoughts on like, do you see there as being a contradiction between the statements that Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter? I haven't really given it much thought because I don't really uh, go to the negative. I try to stay on the positive side of things. So I, I, we're always looking for, like I said, the positive. Uh, I don't, I don't really uh, understand a lot of it. Number one, because I'm on one. Um, my position is my son served. He he was killed. Uh, you know, doing this, uh, protecting and serving his country. You know, yeah. so uh, my perspective is very strong in the fact that you know, uh, let's work together and uh, you know, let's find a way to be able to uh, you know, be kind and and yeah. allow people to to have their their own yeah. uh, you know what they believe in. That's great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I right. appreciate it. And, and yeah, good luck All with right. what you're thank doing. You. So, so, Jens, for you, uh, what are you out here for? Like, well, first off, I believe in the Blue Lives Matter. I also believe in Black Lives Matter because I know some police officers that are black. Mm -hmm. So it goes both ways. I'm also a capitalist. I'm out here. Uh, we're actually selling the product. We're, we're actually the official vendors of the Republican convention that was canceled. So, but we had to buy all the merchandise, so we're actually selling it around the state. Yeah, yeah. So, do you, so you said that you don't see contradiction between black and Blue Lives Matter. Um, do you, for you... Would you agree that there's, like, within policing, that there are bad apples? In all aspects of life, there's bad apples. I taught school for 30 years, and there were some bad educators. Yeah, certainly. But they all weren't bad. But most police are good, but that there's well, bad sure. apples. Sure, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, for you, do you think there needs to be policies in place to find and identify and have accountability for the bad apples? Or what do you think? Yeah, you need to have some people to be able to check it without worry about threat or fear from inside, uh, uh, what do you want to say, inside politics. I think there need to be independent investigations yeah. for all in whatever profession you're in. When you're investigating yourself, you tend to be a lot lax on uh, how level, the level of the crime possible. When you have outside people investigating, they're going to be a little more, uh, uh, what do you want to say? Yeah, yeah, that's very good. I'm Laurie. This is Doug. I'm Doug Fagan, Trump supporter. Yeah, Laurie and Doug, it's great to meet you. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're gonna. It's gonna be quick answers. So if okay. you can try to do like 30 second answers. Okay. Um, so for you guys, what are you out here for? I'm here to back the blow to support our police departments and and just hope and pray for others. We have yeah. grandchildren that are policemen. Yeah. In Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah, that's where great. This, where this whole mess started. Yeah. 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 So. For you guys, um, do you see there being a contradiction between Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter? A contradiction? Only if you say, I just... They're not the same thing. Everybody matters. Yeah. yeah. So, mean, so you would agree with both statements, or um, no, how would you agree? All lives it? matter. Yeah. Yes. I, no matter yes. what color you are, it shouldn't even be. A, it shouldn't even be an issue. I don't yeah. see black and blue. I see Christians and, and humans. Yeah. So for you, do you think? I mean, would you agree with the statement that there are bad apples with among police officers? Yes, sir. Of there's ba there's bad apples everywhere. But not our grandkids. Yeah. No, I know. Do you think the current policies of policing are sufficient to hold bad apples accountable, or do you think that there needs to be reform in order to, like, root out bad apples? They are making reforms. And they're making reforms, but I just, I think you follow your heart. You know what? Everybody's, even when they, they're going to do anything they want, they're still going to be bad apples. 
Yeah. Nothing you do is going to stop it. So overall, do you think that there should be more accountability or less accountability within policing? You'll be accountable in the end. That's all I know. Yeah. So you think it's about right, you'd say, the level of accountability now? Yes. Our, our maker takes care of everything. Yeah, yeah. There'll be accountability in the end, brother. Yeah, yeah. And that's enough. So uh, that that's enough in, like, an eternal sense, but do you think, uh, like, in the current sense, we obviously want to have policies that are, like, efficient and effective at, like, minimizing harm? Would you agree with that? Well, minimizing harm to who? Well, I mean, in any government agency... I know what you're talking about. I believe that the police officers shouldn't overstep their boundaries. Yes. And yeah. I, and I, I believe they should respect us like we respect them. I think it's all about respect. And if you respect each other and you do the right thing, then the right things happen. Yeah. If you I do the wrong the thing... hateful to the policemen. Yeah. yeah. Just absolutely I, I think, hateful. I'm yeah. terrified when my granddaughter goes out in her uniform. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, sorry for that. Just to buy groceries. There's good and bad. So I mean, do you think if there was more accountability that that would build more trust that would actually make police safer if, like, the population could trust that police officers are held to an account when they do wrong? Would that de-escalate the situation and make police officers safer? Accountability on both sides. What's that? Accountability on both, both sides. sides. Yeah. Both sides. Yeah. So do you think, uh, like, the state... Uh, so police hold the other side accountable, but then do you think that the police... The, uh, they should be held accountable when they go wrong. Not not good officers. Of course they should. Of course they should. Yes. And they are. Yeah. yeah. Everybody should be held accountable for any actions that are wrong. One of the things that gets talked about is qualified immunity. Do you think police officers should be held to that standard of qualified immunity where they're immune unless you can prove that they meant to murder someone essentially in the first degree? No, you think that, that basically the police should be held to this same standard as citizens, or what kind of standard should we hold them as to? As citizens. As citizens. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it needs to be a, a legal shoot. I mean, I mean, just because, yes, I, yes, I think they should be held accountable just like we are, yes. Yeah. And do you think when uh, police chiefs fire officers that the unions should have the power to force the police chief to reinstate those officers or that police chiefs should have the power to fire officers if they are bad actors? Not to reinstate them without, without uh, a lot of work. Yeah. Not, no, not, not reinstate them. Do you think police should have the power to fire officers who... Certainly. Sure, that, yeah. It's all right, man. I just I don't want to think about it. It's a product of grace. I believe he's got it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Christian, and, and mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter what we do down here. It's what happens when we get up there. Yeah, and yeah. it's sad what's going on in the world today. Yeah, yeah. It's horribly sad. Yeah. That, I mean, because downtown Dallas, when they started shooting in the poli- at the police protest, right? Yeah, yeah. What, who, who ran to it? The police. Who ran away? The protesters. Mm-hmm. We need them. Yeah. We don't need them not to be here. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Right, God bless. Yeah, thank God bless. You, uh, so let me ask you, what are you out here for? Support, support the cops. Yeah. We actually do need the cops here. I mean, there's no way we cannot, cannot do it without the cops. Yeah. We need their, we need everybody, all the cops. Yeah. There's no way we can do without them. So uh, do you think, for, for you, do you see a contradiction between the statements that Blue Lives Matter and that Black Lives Matter, or do you think that they can both be true at the same time? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So do you think uh, for police officers that uh, there should be accountability in a, in a you know a, appropriate way when police officers yes. are bad actors? Oh yes. 
And you think police departments should have policies in place to catch uh, police officers who do break their policies? Yes. They should have accountability? Yes. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, so, uh, so overall, uh, I mean, but that I think, doesn't mean to abolish the cops either. The yeah. Police. There's, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, yeah, I think we agree on that, that yes, uh, we shouldn't abolish the police. Um, are you uh, coming from like a Christian perspective or what, what kind I'm of? Catholic. Catholic? Yes, sir. Yeah, so um, one, one verse from the Bible is, it says, uh, where your money is there, your heart will be also. And with that in mind, do you think our money should be like as uh, a city, as a Denton, um, do you think our money should be going just to policing criminality or do you think it should also, um, a portion of the money should go to like helping the poor, community development, all those things? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And for you, do you think most of the money should go to one or the other or should, should it be pretty evenly split between the two? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what if I told you right now, um, there's about 10 times more money goes to policing than community development and helping the poor. Would you want that adjusted? Um, or would you be satisfied to leave it there? Uh, well, you got know, well, yeah. So what you're saying is there's more money going towards... Yeah, right now, like the uh, for Denton's budget, there's about ten times mo as much money going to police uh, the the police department as there is to community development. Okay. Uh, well. So would you would you support something that would not defund the police, but to keep their funding at a similar level and to focus more of the new I mean, money well, you on community that, development? As well, it's like how many hours these guys are putting in. You know, it's not just an eight, an eight-hour job. You know, they still have to work. Even after hours, they're still working. Even if they go into a store and they see something wrong or they see somebody in danger, they always step in, you know. They put their lives in in before, you know, to protect us, you know. And I mean, it's, I mean, they're always on the clock. Yeah. And it never stops. Yeah. Their, their, their clock is always going. Mm -hmm. They're always on the clock. Doesn't matter what time it is. Yeah, and one last question would be, do you think if we did, as a society, create uh, accountability for police officers so that the, the black community specifically could trust that uh, police officers are going to be good actors and not um, uh, be bad apples. Um, do you think that that would actually make everyone safer? I don't think there's anything wrong with it to begin with. Uh, yeah. Because everybody gets treated the same. If you do something wrong, the consequences are there. So... Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just the way that some certain, some people were raised differently to think, dif you know, yeah. think bad about the police. So do you the think police. that? I mean, do you think that black people feel anxious when a police when they see a police officer? I think if anybody feels like they're doing something wrong or have or maybe they're hiding something, then doesn't matter. Black, white, Hispanic, Chinese. If you're hiding something, yeah, yeah. then okay, so you're gonna have fear. You got a MAGA hat on. Are you guys Republicans? Yes. So uh, there's a Republican congressman. He's the only black Republican congressman and he said in an interview that he's been pulled over I think like 18 times by police officers now do you think it's fair that a black man would be pulled over 18 times by police officers a Republican congressman so there's a black Republican congressman he's the only black Republican in Congress um, and he said in an interview recently that he's been pulled over, I think it was 18 times by police officers in separate incidents. 
Do you think that that's like fair or that that's like a result or evidence of um, bias? 18 times uh, well, the thing, is, I, We can't is, say yeah, I mean. Yeah, like over how much time? Yeah, I don't... What was he it, doing and where, you know? Because I've been pulled over. Yeah. So have I, and I mean... I'm not gonna like freak out because I'm getting pulled over. Have you been pulled over on the ballpark of 18 times or how many times? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's either because I'm speeding or something, you know. But. Yeah. And I'm not gonna base it on my race. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... and I don't, uh, to be fair to him, I don't think he does. I don't think he made the accusation uh, that it was a result of race. Um, so. All right. All right. You guys. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, appreciate you guys' time. My name's Kathleen. Kathleen. You don't need to wear that for me. Oh, uh, that's fine. Uh, I, it's just hard to understand. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, uh, Kathleen, um, do you perceive there to be a different uh, a, a tension between the statements that Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter? Do you think those things are in conflict, or, or, or do you think they're both true at the same time? Well, for one thing, the Black Lives Matter, I think a lot of people that are, you know, following it and involved in it, they're misguided because it's a Marxist movement. I mean, there's, uh, if you want to listen to the founder and the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, they'll admit to you that they're a Marxist revolution. They want to take over the country. They want to destroy it. They want to start it over. They want to turn it into socialism. Communi I mean, in co socialism leads into communism. And I don't know uh, what you feel about communism. I've traveled all over the world, and there's no place like the United States of America. Why do you think everybody on the face of the earth uh, risks their life to come to America? What do we have that they want so bad? And why are they changing it? Why are people trying to change it? Because this is the last stop. Where are you going to go next? Yeah. So do, for you, do you think that... Uh, uh, one of the cries of the Black Lives Matter movement is that there should be more police accountability. Do you think that the level of accountability right now is about right, or there should be more accountability for, for bad actors, bad apples? Well, I think um, a lot of times, a lot of the cases that we've seen, you find out later on that that person should have been arrested. That cop did exactly what he's supposed to do. It's just that there's so many cameras out there, so many, you know, actors, like you want to say. Uh, they're just, like, taking what they want and they're editing it. They're just kind of showing what they need for their agenda. And that's, I mean, look at George Floyd. Okay, George Floyd, I'm going to bring up his name. There's stuff, you know, I mean, when the first video that came out, it was like, wow, yeah, that cop, he did wrong. He should have been arrested. But now you're looking at the real one, the one that led up to it. It's like, man, that cop, he's just doing his job. He's trying to keep other people safe. The guy was, like, high on meth and fentanyl, and he was, you know, out there committing crimes. And why don't people, they don't respect, they don't love the policemen in their job? Just do what they say. Don't fight them. A lot of them get um, it gets out of hand because they start resisting. Just let them do their job. Deal with it later. Or what are you doing committing a crime? Why is he trying to arrest you? We want law and order. We don't want mob. Look at these cities. It's pathetic. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how, it's, it's how do you feel about that? I'm just disgusted. This is history, and how do you learn? You learn from history. Of course, you know, every country makes mistakes, but you learn from history. We don't want to have the same thing happen again. It will. 
yeah. because they're knocking it all down. So do you think that there's uh, right now too much accountability for police officers or too little or is it is it the right amount? Like with the policies, the... I tell you what, it makes me sick to my stomach when I see people out there shooting a cop that didn't do anything to them just because they, they've been um, triggered to hate cops. Yeah, certainly. Last eight, um, about 12 years ago it started, you know, hate cops. You know who I'm talking about. It yeah. brought so much hate and separation and division in this country like there's never been. Yeah. So do you think that the, the hatred for cops, like, well, so within the black community, I think there's been a, like a long history of distrust for the police. Do you think that in uh, history that that is like founded in historical events or is just made up? No, just like any, any, you know, like, okay, whites. There's good whites, there's bad guys. Bad whites, good whites. There's always a bad apple, okay? Every every race, every gender, every blah, blah, blah. They, you know, there's good, there's bad, okay? We got to get rid of the bad, keep the good. Yeah. So when there are bad apples among police officers, well, they, do you support policies that would be able to find, identify, and root out the bad apples? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, in any, in any uh, company. Yeah. Any business. So, yeah. uh, so right there's, now... There's it, a policy that has to be followed, and if you don't follow a policy, then you're out. Like my job. If I don't follow, you know, my, my employer's policy, I get fired. Yeah. So right now, a lot of police chiefs actually don't have the power to fire police officers who break their rules because the unions will reinstate them. Would you support a change so that police chiefs have the ability to fire police officers who violate policies? Uh, well, I'm, obviously we need investigations and, uh, you know, just, I guess, like, courts, yeah. you know, and... and what they did, I guess you have to weigh it out, but I don't think one person should be allowed to have that authority because, as you notice, some of these judges, they're they're supposed to follow the rule of law, but they don't. They just have their own opinion. So you got to have other people, you know, with a majority yeah. or however they, you know, determine, yeah. you know, if you should be fired or not. But not one one person should not be because, as you, a lot of people get paid off. Yeah. To, uh, you know, for their agenda. Yeah. So, um, and then a, another policy that, that um, the Black Lives Matter has highlighted is qualified immunity. Are you familiar with qualified immunity? No. So it's the idea that um, police officers basically can't be uh, either criminally or civilly uh, sued or prosecuted for um, anything they do on the job unless you can prove that they like intended to murder someone, essentially like first degree. Do you think that's too high of a standard or do you think that, that, that that's a good standard? That they should be immune from uh, prosecution for having done something wrong? No, there should be justice for all. You know, and if they're doing something criminally and it's determined that it was a crime, then whatever the um, sentence is or uh, consequence for that, then yeah, everybody should be uh, responsible for their actions. Yeah. yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. Are you guys up? Okay, so now where's your stance on this? Are you conservative? Are you Republican? Are you Democrat? Are you radical? We're like evangelical Christians okay. who are, but then we're like politically mixed. So kind of politically, um, I would say I'm fairly centrist. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I split my voting ticket last election, uh, voted for both Republicans and Democrats. So we're not coming from like a strong ideological stance yeah. so much as. Well, let me tell you this: if you care about your future and if you're ever going to have kids and grandkids, whatever, you're not going to want to vote for the left. I'm 
I'm sorry, you're not, because they're gonna, you know, they're free this, free that, free this, free that. Well, that running money runs out when um, socialism, when um, the money runs out, you know, and that's the middle class. They're shooting for, um, you know, the one percent leaders, and then the rest is gonna be poor. There's not gonna be a middle class. We're the only country that has a middle class. Yeah. So let me ask you this: Where do you think you're gonna be? You think you're gonna be in the one percent, or are you gonna be down? You know, in the streets like Venezuela, fighting to you know get yeah. some dinner. So you, so you, in there with support policies. That, so I'm sorry. Yeah. So you would support policies that build the middle class and strengthen the middle class. Yeah, and, and see, they want to get rid of the um, small businesses. So Democrats hate small business, whereas the Republicans they've always have a history of you know taking care of the small businesses. Yeah. Um, overall, do you think racism is still a problem in America? Racism is has uh, gotten has elevated to a crazy number, like on steroids, since Obama. Racism. He, he has, you know, divided everybody. He's divided whites, whites and blacks, women and, and uh, men. You know, gays and not gays. I mean, every division you can come up with. And I thought we had every single division until this happened. And then all of a sudden, there's essential and non-essential. Another group to to buy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. What do you think Obama did to increase racism? Um. Well, you know, every the way he talked, the way he put people down, the way he um. It didn't help that he went to that church with uh, Reverend Wright and you know up there saying goddamn America so he hates America his wife hates America she wasn't proud until he became president now they have they have 200 they have more money than any past president in the history how did they get that on 200,000 a year yeah yeah do you think for has Trump uh, made racism better worse or about the same do you think Trump has made racism better or worse or about the same um, he is trying to make it better. I don't know if you saw the roundtable. Um, do you ever watch WhiteHouse.gov? I don't. Because you can see him every single day. He's meeting with people. He's out there. If you want to know anything about him, don't watch the news. You'll, you'll get it from his mouth. Yeah, but he's, he did a, a roundtable thing at Gateway Church, since you're, you know, Christian, with uh, Pastor Robert Morris, and they had other black people there, and he's like, what can we do? You know? He's always like... He's getting these teams. He's like, what can we do to make it better? He's got, um, every time somebody complains about something, he tries to, you know, address it and take care of it. So he's doing everything he can. He would be able to do a whole lot more if he wasn't being fought tooth and nail all the way, every yeah, day. Yeah. Um, do you think, uh, what can the Blue Lives Matter movement and the people in it do to uh, take a step towards unification within our country and um, to love people on, um, coming from the left or coming from the Black Lives Matter movement who feel like uh, they're being targeted unfairly? Well, I think um, the killing of cops has to stop. Mm -hmm. And then I also think, you know, the bad guys need to be, you know, caught and, and you know, dealt with mm -hmm. accordingly. Yeah. So you think... If, and do you think if we did that, if there was accountability when there are bad apples, would that de-escalate the situation so that... Uh, well, hopefully. Uh, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's 
it's hard to make sense when the other side doesn't, they don't reason, because they're just focused on hate, 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 hate. They don't care about, you know, uh, the issues that we're facing for the election coming up. They are more focused on hate, hate, hate. They have their their little spiel. I don't know if you've noticed, but they, you know, I, I don't know if they have like a podcast every single day and they all check in, because that's, they always have those buzzwords, same ones. Yeah. So do you th- they resist, resist. That's when you say the other side, are you talking about uh, Democrats I'm, in politics, I'm, or are you talking about the Black Lives Matter movement, or uh, just like liberals in general? Uh, anyone that's anti-Trump. Yeah. Okay. So, you, so you think that people who are anti-Trump are are motivated by hate? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Black Lives Matter, which is a front name for, you know, their Marxist agenda. Yeah. Their revolution. Their. Yeah. yeah. So, so do you Which think? Which is sad. Those people, they don't even know what they're fighting for. They don't even know what they they stand for. It's yeah. Sad. Yeah. Do you think that, uh, like, I mean, I assume you would say that it's not a monolith, but that there's like uh, some people who would be motivated by like compassion for friends or victims. Um, would you agree with that? Um, that. Uh, that, that it's not a monolith, but that uh, even though the, you would say that there are a lot of people motivated by hate, would you agree that some of the people in the Black Lives Matter movement are motivated by, like, uh, compassion or love for, like, victims who they've seen killed or, deceived. like, George Floyd? I think they're deceived. I have a niece, and I have a great niece, and they're with the Black Lives Matter. I have a, a friend that I'm, I'll be washing my hands of soon uh, just because I don't want to be associated with anybody that's involved with a uh, Marxist revolution. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm for love. I'm for, you know, taking care of our fellow people and yeah what percent of people who say black lives matter do you think are marxist all of um like i said i think there's a lot of them that are not aware they really do believe that they're fighting for the george floyd thing something like that would you say maybe like 25 percent or five percent i really don't know yeah yeah. Because so you, you say, still have the Antifa bunch in there too. Mm. Now the Antifa bunches, you know, those are black people. Those are those are uh, white uh, professors, colleges, and their students. Mm. You know, what are they angry about? Yeah. They're just jumping on board for, but they're brainwashed. I yeah. mean, our, our schools have been, you know, messing with our kids. Now, when you say what are they angry about, do you think that there's more of a reason for anger for black Americans? No, there's a lot of blacks uh, for Trump. The you know intelligent ones, yeah, the ones yeah. that have not been deceived. Yeah. So you think black to. Americans, by and large, you would say, don't have a reason to be angry or upset for how they're treated? No, no, it's it's blown out of proportion. It's gotten worse mm-hmm. than it ever was. Yeah. So, do you think black Americans um, have an advantage, a disadvantage, or are uh, like equal footing with white Americans in society? I think if you really want something, you go it. You go and you get it. That's what America's all about. Yeah. The pursuit of happiness, the opportunity to do it. It's there. You just might have to fight a little harder, but it's there. I mean, uh, you know, look at there's uh, black celebrities. And look at the money the, the sports people play, you know, the baseball, the football, basketball. So you said they might have to fight a little harder. Do you think that sometimes black they, Americans do have to fight a little harder? If they've been told all their life that they can't, you know, it's an attitude. But anybody can. Like I said, I, look at the celebrities. They want wanted, you know, to be a celebrity. They, they became one. Where, where in, in any place on the earth can you, you know, have such opportunities mm-hmm. and to excel and to, you know, 
get out of poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, so do you think, um, would you support policies that make it a little easier for people in poverty to get out of poverty? They already have affirmative action, mm-hmm. which gets them a job before somebody qualifies. Do you support affirmative action? No. Yeah, so I would you support, support right to work. Would you support just in general policies that help poor people get out of poverty? Not necessarily just um, well, a safety net, but poverty, uh, would you support policies that help them take action to get out of poverty? Well, uh, President Trump is already doing things like that to try to get people out. Mm-hmm. The Democrats want to keep them in, in um, you know, the cities that are run down and no opportunity and drug, you know, ridden and rat infested. Yeah. They, they like them there. So would you support policies that help uh, bring uh, end de- housing desegregation and um, help, like, integrate black people and white people living closer together? I think people, if they should live wherever they are, just leave it the way it is. If you want to move somewhere, then you work, you get a job, you got money, and you go move. Yeah, yeah. Why, why does there have to be, you know, this, this is America. You work for yourself. You know, you don't get handouts. Yeah. People that have made money, you know, work their ass off. Look at President Trump. I mean, yeah, he's got a lot of money, but he works every day, 18 hours a day. Yeah. Who so, else would do that? So, yeah. um, so, I mean, a lot of people who are in poverty, there's, uh, they would say that there's like, uh, that it's hard to get out of poverty. So, for instance, um, somebody in poverty might be uh, arrested and then they don't have money to pay a fine from the, the police department. So then the fine will grow because they can't pay it and it grows to the point where eventually um, it can give them like a criminal record or they can be like arrested for not having money to pay for a fine. Do you think that we should end uh, things that are like, tra- like get people stuck in poverty? If you commit a crime and whatever the amount is that you're supposed to pay for bail for that, then that's what it is. Yeah, regardless you, of whether you have the money to pay it. We, we need to be treated equal. Everybody wants equality, So, but why are they trying to change it so that they get you know, benefits and, and different um, uh, you know, opportunities than everybody, somebody that has money? Mm-hmm. If you do a crime, then you pay whatever that, fi- that uh, is for, you know? Yep. Do you think, uh, uh, this is an obscure one, but do you think felons who have paid all their fines and spend their time should have the right to vote? No. No. It's been like that forever and ever. Yeah. So th- Why should they have that right when they're out there committing a felony? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not a misdemeanor, it's a felony. They're out there killing people, raping people, they're, you know. Yeah. Well, I think the, the current policy, it would make exceptions for murder and rape, um, to my understanding. Okay. It's like non-violent offenses. So would the Democrats approve it? Would, would they like that if they were going to vote Republican? So I think right now it's uh, like Florida just passed something that would restore the voting rights. So I mean, Florida's not like a political, like yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's not just like a, I think it's not just like a political one-sided issue. Um, I think in general, Democrats tend to like anything that'll make more people vote. And Republicans tend to want fewer voters because their voters are a little more loyal. But I think overall, it's not a very political issue. A lot of Republican states also um, do give po- voting rights to felons who've, who've paid all their time, uh-huh. probation, and fines. Yeah. Well, are you going to ask about the uh, mail-in ballot? Yeah, what do you think about mail-in ballots? Okay, a lot of people are confused because mail-in ballot is different than an absentee ballot. We've been doing absentee ballots forever and ever, okay? That is for people that will not be in the country or around here to vote on election.
Election Day or even early voting. But with an absentee ballot, you've got to come up with your IDs and documents and, you know, reason why. They don't just hand them all left and right, like these mail-in ballots. Now, these mail-in ballots, they, um, they're, they're, like, sent out to everybody. And people that, you know, don't even exist anymore, people that move to another state, you know, they're just, there's no way to control all of them. Uh, and they're just asking, like, for a signature. Well, anybody could sign it. You know, for example, I live part-time in Hawaii, but I'm registered here in Texas. I got a mail-in uh, mail ballot in Hawaii. So it happened to me. How many other people is it happening to? So it's really, it's, it'd be uh, fraud. Uh, it, it would not be fair. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My name's Maria. Hey, Maria, what are you out here for? I'm out here to support my nephew. Uh, this is my sister right here. He is a police officer, not in Denton County, but he's an officer. So I am out here to police support them, show them that we've got their back. Yeah. And, uh, just want to let them know that we're behind them 100%. Thank you. Um, do you think, is there a contradiction in your mind between supporting the police and the Black Lives Matter movement? There really isn't because all lives matter. But the point is, is that, you know, we just got to do something. As a country, we just need to stay uh, together and not divided because this is not what God wants for us. Um, like I said, I, I'm not partial to the police officers, but I'm just out here to support them right now. Yeah. Okay. Do you support policies that would um, give healthy accountability to police officers if there are bad apples? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, There's so always bad apples in every bunch. Yeah, so you think that there should be fair accountability, but also that there should be, like, respect for police officers. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and uh, do you think overall, right now, there's about the right level of accountability within policing, or do you think there's too much or too little accountability? Well, it varies with departments. Um, obviously, you know, some departments, um, well, I can't speak for any other department, but I know Dayton County, because I've got good friends in it, I know that they are pretty accountable. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't have major riots like in some of the bigger cities, but yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You're we welcome. appreciate your time. Yeah, yeah, that's great. My name's Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Thanks so much for uh, talking with us. Um, so we're doing a kind of a piece on the intersection between Blue Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter. For you, do you see um, there being a contradiction between the two statements? I see all lives matter. I see Black Lives Matter, and I wish that that group would stand up for more black-on-black -black crime because the people being slaughtered across this nation, it's just a travesty that that's happening, and they're not standing up. They only care if it's a white person that kills a black individual or if it's a white officer. Like, they don't even care about their black officers. That's what gets me. I'm for all lives matter, and I've never been a racist, and I believe that they have absolutely every right we do for every opportunity. It's just that they're, they've been hijacked, it feels like, by a certain faction that wants to create a narrative that's not, that's, that is not what most people stand for. So would you say for black Americans in general that they're treated fairly by the police department? I would 
say overall, yes. I say there are some bad apples, and we need to eliminate those bad apples. But there are bad apples in every faction of life, in every job, in every industry. You're going to find evil in men's hearts. And it's one of the reasons we've stepped away from God, and God is no longer at the center of our universe, and it needs to be. It's not God is not in men's hearts. It's being overtaken by evil. So I mean, I, it sounds like we're coming from a Christian perspective, and we're evangelical Christians yes. also. Um, do you think the um, mankind in general, because we're sinners, that we need to have accountability, are stronger with accountability, and then do you support like uh, fair accountability policies Absolutely. for policing? Absolutely. Yeah. So there's those those men that murdered. George Floyd needed to be held accountable. Police officers that murder anybody outside of the rule of law need to be held accountable. Just like criminals need to be held accountable. And they're not currently being held accountable in our major cities, in Portland, in Chicago. They're being literally arrested and let go the very same day. Not so with, with the people on the side of right, I'll call it. Kayla, what are you out here for? We are out here to support the police officers. Yeah. So uh, for you, uh, right now there's like uh, Blue Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter are both here. Do you see a contradiction between the two statements? Between the two statements, no. Between some of the other statements, absolutely. Um, saying that Black Lives Matter, don't get me wrong, my brothers and sister are black. I have no problem with race. If you're a shitty person, you're a shitty person. If you're a good person, you're a good person. But at the end of the day, people are killing black police officers for what reason? Explain to me how that makes sense. Yeah, thanks. Um, do you see? Um, do you think there are bad apples among police officers? I believe there's one or two, and I do. I do believe that the system does need some improvements. Absolutely, just like every every fine-tuned machine has to go through. You know, it's rough spots and has to work out those kinks and has to do all that. But that doesn't mean all of them are bad. Yeah, Just absolutely. like it doesn't mean I'm a bad person because, you know, the person over there is. That doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. Do you think the Black Lives Matter movement is trying to say all police officers are bad or that yes. there should be policy changes to bring accountability I to the I believe there's a majority apples. of them. There's some of them that are trying to reform policies, but there is a large majority that are just Go saying all police officers marches. are bad and Go causing violence, marches. causing destruction, causing just so what are you out here for uh blue lives matter yeah all lives matter so do you see a contradiction between the statements that blue lives matter and that black lives matter i sure do yeah tell me tell me about that uh black lives matters the how uh if you go on the website, watch where the money goes. It don't go to no black people. It's, it's, you know, at the black people, I'm for them too. And what they did to George is wrong, okay? But defunding our cops ain't going to do nothing but socialism. Yeah. Do you think Black Lives Matter is trying to bring socialism, or do you Absolute. think that their primary goal is to bring accountability to bad apple police officers? No, I don't think their their uh, accountability. I don't think their primary function is to bring um, to bring anything about. It's not about the police at all. I mean, if you ask me, Black Lives Matter is clearly a racist group, and it has caused and created more racism than than we have in many, 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 many years. I feel like 
Um, it's not about Black Lives Matter. I mean, as many white people die by law enforcement as black people die, if not more, probably more. Um, I, I think just, it is more white people, but I think black people die at about four times the rate because they're a smaller portion of the population. Exactly. That's right. They're a smaller portion of the population, and that's exactly why. Right. But I think that, I mean, if we're going to bring attention to police, um, held the police accountable, then let's do it on the grounds for everybody, not just black people. It's not, if you think that you're singled out, you're wrong. I don't think this country is built on that much racism to begin with. I think we've overcame that a long, long time ago. And this whole thing with black lives matter, no, all lives matter. Yeah. Uh, my son works for the Denton County Sheriff's Office, and I can tell you this, his life matters, just like everybody else's. And if he was to fall victim to to some something from all of this, it, it would be an injustice. Yeah. It would be an injustice, and I think all lives matter. Do you think police treat all people equally? I do believe, I mean, I know in Denton County, and I can say this because I, I know for a fact that I've had many, many experiences with Denton County Sheriff's Office, and I can tell you that they, they treat me just like they would treat uh, the, a black counterperson with me because I've been in that situation. And I'm telling you, it's not about race. It's about police corruption or uh, immorality of the police officer. It's not about race. Yeah. It's not about black lives matter when it comes to police. All lives matter when it comes to police. But without them, we have nothing but savages. So, so uh, to the degree that the Black Lives Matter advances uh, proposals that are just about police accountability, not about Marxism, um, would you support those proposals, like ending qualified immunity, um, uh, giving police chiefs the right to fire bad apples, bad actors? Absolutely. If we if we have corrupt police officers, let's get rid of them. Yeah. yeah. Let's get rid of them. But it's one in a dozen. It's one. Yeah. There are just there are way more good officers as there are bad officers. I mean, you're going to have a bad doctor. You're going to have a bad lawyer. You're going to have a bad person. There's, there are bad people in every area of the world in every facet. Mm -hmm. But who? Let's have somebody hold those people accountable. But can we? Are, is it just for black people that we want them held accountable? No. Mm -hmm. It's for all people that we want them held accountable. And it, are officers all bad? And should we defund the police? And should we? Um, not have, no, no, they're not all bad, and we need them. I call them, you know, I call them if I get hurt. I, I've had, I've been arrested, I've had them called on me. I was in a position I shouldn't have been in. What I'm saying is that without them, this land will be nothing but savagery, and that's just absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. It's unacceptable on any level. Yeah, well, thanks. What are you out here for, Jeff? Just to support the uh, police departments and the, uh, the work that they do for us, keeping us safe each day, even at night while we're sleeping in our beds. Yeah. That's it. Um, do you see a contradiction between the statements that Black Lives Matter and that Blue Lives Matter? And I'm an All Lives Matter kind of guy, so I'm a retired Marine officer, and the Marines, we had all colors and shades and everything else, so I honestly don't even see colors. I know that Black Lives Matter is obviously very important, like White Lives Matter or anything else. I know the movement itself, though, is is really a Marxist group, so that's concerning to me. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, we're a we are a capitalist country, and uh, 
which works, seems to work for everybody. We do, yeah. even the poorest in the United States are walking around with a cell phone, so, so that says something. Uh, do you think that the Black Lives Matter movement, um, or just like people who say the phrase Black Lives Matter, do you think, like what percent of them would you say are Marxists or trying to bring Marxism versus what percent are trying to oh. uh, bring more accountability I think there's a lot of, I think, you know, and, and it's great that they can be over there and do what they're doing, protesting, you know. Uh, that's one. That's a, a great thing. I think probably the Marxist portion of it is very, very small, though. Mm-hmm. There's an underlying force within that that's being uh, funneled through and causing some troubles. Yeah. Um, I'm a pilot with American Airlines, so I get to travel in a lot of different cities and things like that and see, uh, just get the, kind of the feel for a lot of these cities. Um, yeah. A lot of boarded up places right now. I was just up in Seattle, beautiful city. Used to be able to walk around freely, and I did. I got in there early uh, just recently. And, walked around sparse people uh, walking around um, the driver that took me downtown um, said a lot of the businesses are boarded up even though there wasn't breakage they're just concerned about something mm. like that happening yeah but it wasn't you know the, the commerce wasn't there the activity wasn't there but honestly it was a very uh, very clean city I expected it to be kind of a mess which it never had been mm. um, so let me ask you do, you, do you think that police officers, uh, by and large in America, treat black people and white people equally, or do you think there's unfairness? Well, look, I mean, you can look over and see that there's a black officer right there. I mean, there's numerous black officers, so I, you know, I, I don't think that they, you know, hopefully they're like Marines. We don't see color, and they're just, you know, trying to keep peace. You know, when you're arrested for whatever reason, I tell my kids, 16 or 18 and 20, you get stopped at a... Uh, you know, by a police officer or whatever you might have not done or done, you know, comply, put your windows down, put your hands up on the wheel, just so everybody, I'm not carrying a weapon, license registration, yeah. it's, it's just not that hard. Yeah, well, thank Erica, what are you out here for? To support our police officers. Yeah. So do you see, for you, a contradiction between the statements that Black Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter? Or do you think they're both true? I think that they're both true, but I think that it, it comes down to the organization and how they conduct themselves. Mm-hmm. So for you, uh, the Black Lives Matter organization, what do you think that it uh, is about? What do you think its purpose is? I, I 100% believe that it's supporting um, the atrocities that have happened with, you know, police brutality. I do think that that is a real thing, but I think that it's a human thing, not necessarily a police thing, and I think that um, mankind has a proclivity to do horrible things to each other, and it's not the way the Black Lives Matter movement has conducted themselves with, you know, rioting. I mean, they've caused more deaths than they've probably rioted for. Um, Burning businesses that are owned by, you know, independent people. Um, it's just, it's disgusting. They can get their message across without having to behave that way. Yeah. So do you think um, that there are bad apple police officers? Do I think that what? That there are bad apple police officers? Or yeah, police officers there's bad, bad apple teachers, there's bad apple mm-hmm. pilots, there's bad apple everything. Yeah. So uh, would you support policies that, uh, that bring accountability, fair accountability to policing? Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, for instance, one of the policies that Black Lives Matter is advocating is giving police chiefs the ability to fire people under them um, who are breaking uh, policies. Do you support that? I think anybody that does something that's out of the standard of what is acceptable and out of policy should be fired, no matter if they're a police officer or who they are. Yeah, so would you support then uh, 
giving, uh, maybe weakening police unions to where they don't have the ability to reinstate officers who were violating policies? I would say that I don't think I'm educated enough on how that works to speak on that. Um, I know that there's a lot of unions in a lot of different sectors um, that have those policies in place. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm not about picking on police officers because some bad things have happened. There's, like I said, there's bad teachers, there's bad people within every employment sector. Yeah. And I don't think you need to scrap the whole basket of apples because you have one bad one in it. Yeah. And do you think that in general police do treat black people fairly? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So right now, uh, black people who are unarmed are killed at about four times the rate as white people. Uh, do you think that's just because of how the black people are acting, or do you think there's any bias, maybe even unintentional bias, that is uh, causing police officers to, to kill black people at a higher rate? I have not checked those numbers. Um, it's If that is true, I think that... Um, just say this I cannot imagine doing their job and I wouldn't want to do their job and I wouldn't want my husband or significant other doing that job I can't imagine the the mental process that they go through each day um, you know I don't know if that's because you know certain people decide to um, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea why that is. So I know that if a police officer was talking to me um, and telling me I was doing something wrong, I would be respectful and follow their direction. I wouldn't try to run or fight back or, like, be in their face cussing them out yeah. because I have respect for that position. So... You know, I don't know why that is. I don't know why things get so out of hand. I don't necessarily think it's a color thing. I think that it is a, um, do you think they're scared of them and they're scared. Of, you know, I think both sides are, are scared of each other a little bit. Do you think that historically the black community has been um, traumatized or unfairly targeted by police officers? Like going back to civil rights movement and lynching yeah, era. Absolutely. Um, so do you think like that... Uh, would you support the like extending compassion, especially to um, like black people who have Absolutely. lived through that? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, without a doubt. And that's why I think it's so hard for so many people because they do have compassion and they do they are upset about the things that have happened. But the answer isn't the way that some people are behaving right now. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you're looking for more information on what we discuss, take a look at the show notes or go to blackhistoryforwhitepeople.com. If you'd like to play a supportive role in the podcast and be able to vote for future topics, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com backslash blackhistoryforwhitepeople. On our next episode, we'll be interviewing Alvin Hall, who is the creator of the Driving the Green Book podcast. We'll leave you with this quote from Toni Morrison. In this country, American means white. Everybody else has to hyphenate.